Hey, everybody. Drive-by parties have been a thing recently, but now we have drive-by lies. Ooh. Lady wants out of a marriage to a good man. Womp. <laughs> Yikes. And we got a secret of the pros on the back nine. It's a breakup. <laughs> that was the fanciest shit I've ever heard. Yeah, I stay, know. Stay tuned. I'm yeah. back. Yeah. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Brodown Podcast. I'm Tim Fullen. I'm Andy Smith. And we're joined by Zach Kenworthy. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. I'm here to replace you. (laughs) That's my music. (laughs) That's my music. Oh yeah, thanks to Zach's band that's been the music for our intro for the longest time. Zach, what is your band? My band is Drifting Figures with my singer Matt Simon. Uh, We have kind of a rotating cast of characters that will come in and you know, do the other instruments whenever we have shows, but Matt and I are primarily the writers. So Ooh, that's awesome. I, I gave you that CD how long ago? Uh, like a long time ago. And there is a confession that I want to make on the bro down. <laughs> <laughs> so I talk to Andy almost every day. Okay. Right. So I don't always listen to the podcast. And by that he means never. Yeah. So recently, you know, like I heard a lot of you guys early ones and then we talk all the time. Yeah. So why am I going to listen you, to you talk when I can You only got so to. much time. I get it. Rogan's podcast is a little bit better than ours. <laughs> just by smidge. Just a little bit. Smidge. You it's know, the studio. He's 200 million on Spotify. You're We're close. 30 bucks in the barn. We're close. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's, it's just, just, just by a slim margin. But anyway. Potato, potato. I remember turning, his, turning the podcast on and I texted you right away. And what did I say? He goes... I, I have a confession to make. I feel like the biggest piece of shit friend in the world. He's like, I I just listened to the podcast for the first time. Wow, I forgot that I let you use our music. That's how long it's been. I'm like, dude, that's like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. I said shitty friend. Well, you know what? You that don't have to the... say it again. That's the only eight seconds worth listening to anyway. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The rest of their music sucks. Yeah. That's why we don't have other band members. The music is not good. We can't convince anyone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe we should start the topics. Yeah. yeah. All right. This is Dear Bros. We rip advice questions from Dear Abby, who should also go check out after you're done listening to our podcast. And the She's first one cool. that we ripped off is wife done with husband. Andy, what are you, dear bro? Okay. So. This one is actually called Unhappy Wife Wants Out of a Marriage to a Good Man. Yikes. Dear Abby, I'm 54 and afraid to tell my spouse I want a divorce, even though I am in an unhappy marriage. I told him years ago that I no longer loved him and didn't want to be married anymore. His reply was, I have enough love for the both of us. That just breaks your fucking heart. This year will be our 15th year together. I am spouse number three. I think... Wait, I think he thinks that if there isn't another person I'm in love with, we can continue like this. I feel like it's just time for me, and I'm tired of always being somebody's something. I have nothing to. I have thought of moving out, but the money is an issue, and I have nowhere to go. I hate confrontations, and he is a good man, but I'm truly beginning to hate him. Any advice? Oh. So I don't know if my brain just was retarded or she wrote that kind of hard to read. But a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Yeah. I, f- yeah. I feel like she has a weird complaint there. She goes, and I'm always tired of being somebody's something. 
I know that to each their own and everyone's allowed an opinion and whatnot, but there are people out there who would kill to be somebody something. You know what that, I mean? Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean shit for I, that person. I know, and that's why I preface that. But like part of me, like that little like oh, I know. Uh, some people would kill for a pair of Yeezys. You could dump them in the toilet for all I care. Don't want them. That's a weird comparison. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. So when I'm I'm hearing this, like I think there's a lot to unpack there because yeah. she's she's never outlined a legitimate gripe with the husband. Now she did say she is spouse number three. So if we're just exploring possibilities, is he a lot older and she's a lot younger and she feels like she's somebody's something because she doesn't have any identity of her own. And this is kind of all she is, is this guy's third hot wife. I mean, she says she's 54. They've been together for 15 years. This okay. year will be our 15th. I mean, so that means she was 39 when they got together or so got married. Got right? married. So what, what's yeah. the, the things that I recognize in this is that she's 54 and she told him, quote, years ago that I no longer loved him. And his reply was, I have enough love for the both of us. So it sounds like he's just not the kind of guy who's like, oh, you're done. I'll marry somebody else. Like he sounds like he actually yeah. loves her and wants to be with her. But she's clearly been done. And I think she's just either used to being with him doesn't want to hurt his feelings or can't find a way to like get out but i also think that part of the reason why is because she doesn't have her own way to make in the world right because she says money's an issue i have nowhere to go and it seems like that is the reason why she's not getting out because she don't have shit and that's why i would go back to saying like i feel like she has no identity of her own like yeah. it might be less less the problem that like I'm trapped in this marriage and more that she doesn't have anything of her own to bring to that marriage. You know what I mean? Yeah. As much like, as I, she sounds unfulfilled yes. in her life to me. As much as I hate to say this. And that doesn't mean she has to stay with the husband. No, no, no I, I think you're right. I think you're right. But as much as I hate to say this, when somebody tells somebody else, like, I don't love you anymore. Like just that's it. That's like, that's done. Yeah, yeah, that's mostly most of the time. That's like you can't fake that. It's not that like, oh, we don't go out to dinner enough. It's not that. Yeah, you're just like, I, I love you as a person. Maybe, maybe she does. But it's like, I don't love you anymore. Like, this is dead. Whatever's here is gone. I'm sorry, but I just don't. It's just not there. And no amount of like buffering to the relationship is going to like can it either comes back or it doesn't. And most of the time. It probably doesn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like, that's the most interesting thing about reading these articles is, you know, you kind of try to unpack what they're saying and you yeah. know, try to decide what kind of person that is. But when you're giving, you know, when you're giving the advice, do you assume things or do you take her at face value? If I was taking her at face value, I would say you need to figure out what kind of job you can get to support yourself. Because if you are truly in a loveless marriage, and this is all terrible for you, then you need to figure a way out. You know, mm -hmm. you can go file for divorce just because he says I have enough love for the both of us, which is very sad. And I, and I, I would know. feel bad for the guy. But if you, if she truly feels that way, you know, nobody got divorced because they were getting along really well. No. Right. So, you know, she's got to be honest and she's got to figure a, a way out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. And the, the shitty part about it is, is that. The sad reality of shit like this is that 
when you look at the long run, because that's what marriage is, they probably should have never got married. They probably had a lot of red flags in the beginning, or at least she had them in her head, but she doesn't like confrontation or whatever. They probably never should have got married. And the thing is, like, if you're not happy and you don't love the person you're with, there's no reason for you to be there anymore. It's easier said than done because it's a lot of people have a really hard time getting out of relationships because it's not always that, like, oh, you hate the other person. or Sometimes it's just like, it's, hey, I, I don't love you anymore or whatever yeah and but you she says he's a good guy like she doesn't have any animosity towards him but she's starting to say she's beginning to hate him in my opinion it's because she doesn't know how to get out she feels like now she doesn't have any options to get out yeah and she's almost like aiming all that frustration on him yeah and i think there's more to the story here like there always is yeah you know we try to take it as like right two different ways like we take it as honesty and then we do our little you know pro evaluation of uh digging deep like she says that she's the third spouse like i i feel like there's something there you know what i mean and when she says i don't want to just be somebody something like that makes me think like even though she's 54 maybe he's 74 yeah that's possible and maybe you know she's the trophy wife and there's 20 years you know between them and they don't talk and he just kind of brushes her off i have enough love for the both of us yeah it, I, yeah it, it's weird that she says i think that he thinks if there isn't another person i'm in love with then we can continue like this meaning like if if you're not leaving me for someone specifically then why would you leave why would you leave yeah, yeah. i think that a lot of times that people have displaced frustration so my advice would be to do a trial separation and see if you miss the individual. Because maybe if she spends two months apart, and I don't know what you would do about the financial situation because that there is no easy fix right there. But if you spend two months away from someone and you realize, oh, I didn't hate him. I hated where I was in life. Yeah. And it yeah. would still work out. I don't think dis- there are other changes you can make. Or maybe you will find out that, oh, shit, I've been alone for two months and it's been the best two months of my life and I'm going to keep riding this until I die. Yeah. yeah. I, but that would be my advice. Do I, would, I would like 50% agree with that. I would 100% agree with it if she didn't throw in that fact that she told him years ago that she didn't love him anymore. Yeah, that's that's weird, too. Um, But again, too, like if she's been feeling this way, like she, the fact that she doesn't have any money is is not good. She's yeah, like, she's it, 54. It, it, what does she do? And again, that's that's why I keep going back to that trophy wife. I feel like she's unfulfilled in her life, and it's l- less about him and more about her needing her own identity. That's what unfortunately, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Based, um, yeah, if this is a case of like, and that doesn't mean that she has to stay with him once she finds no. her new identity. I yeah. think her whole being is based on being this guy's wife yeah if this was what if this was the case of a guy of a of a guy being like hey listen you're gonna raise the kids i'm gonna go to work you know we don't have to pay for a sitter and that's gonna be it and we're cool with that then this sucks for her yeah this is like i feel for that but yeah. if this was like she's like oh i but she i don't have to work 39 yeah. yeah but i'm saying like if she she's like i don't have to work and i'm just not gonna work and i'm just gonna sit around the house all day yeah and now she's like well i want to leave but i don't have any money yeah like I have less sympathy. Yeah, well, for right, that, of course. Yeah, so I don't know yeah. what to tell her, but yeah, this marriage mean, is not good. Yeah, no, it's, it's clear. I say it needs to end. The, the, yeah. the financial thing is the biggest concern to me because what do you do? She's the third wife, so she ain't getting any alimony. Oh, yeah. how how how? It's gonna be chewed down. Yeah, exactly. How thin can you can you string a guy? Yeah, uh, 
Start putting in applications, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see what Ab's got to yeah, say about it. Just a word of caution. The grass is not always greener on the other side of that fence. However, because you feel that the remaining that remaining with your husband is intolerable, begin planning your exit. Line up a job and a place you can afford which to live. Upgrade your market marketable skills if necessary. Remember, your husband has been through this before, so he's a veteran at divorce. Before making any more announcements, discuss this with an attorney so you can protect yourself. That's very smart. Yeah. That is that is she's like listen teams teams let's let's get together right now isn't that like a like a famous funny internet thing get off facebook go to gym get a lawyer yeah the big yeah. 3 yeah <laughs> yeah this is this is advice specifically like okay uh don't worry about your husband at all at all with anything yeah. get it yeah get it all uh, and I don't of... think there's necessarily a problem with that. No. Like, mm-hmm. if, if the woman is this unhappy and she said, like, I am not in love with you, and the guy's just kind of like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, going on his merry way. Um, that's uh, that's really interesting. You, your husband's been through this before. So, yeah. you know. That sucks to be that dude. I mean, you Poor know, Ross. we could talk all day about whether she's entitled to money or not. Yeah. A guy who's been twice divorced. Yeah, he knows what the... Yeah. Yeah. He's... he. He you know. went through the ringer on the first one. Yeah. He did a lot better on the second, and he knows what to do on the third. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. He, he's a he's a he's putting a grizzled vet. But either way, um, yeah, she's got to leave. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know? All right. Who's up next? Uh, Zach, you are. We are going right. to be t- golf breakup. Golf breakup. All right. I'm in charge of bringing this up. Something's a little fishy on the back now. Yeah. The actual title. Sorry, I don't want to read it on you. Friend wants to break up with longtime golf partner. Okay. Dear Abby, years ago I met a man through golf and we developed a casual friendship. I lost track of him for a few years, but when I heard his wife was being treated with chemo for cancer, I took them food and offered my support. As our friendship grew stronger, we began playing more golf and became refriended. He's a good golfer, but very serious, and he whines constantly on the course. I have kidded him about it, and he acknowledges it to a small degree. He's also joined at the hip with his wife, so much so that when I invited him to our cabin for a guy's weekend, he asked if his wife and dog could come along. I nixed the dog and reluctantly agreed to the wife. A year later, I invited him again, but without his wife, because two other friends were coming, and it was guys only. He came, but he didn't really fit in. Fast forward to now, our friendship continues, but his whining has grown much worse. He can't go anywhere without his wife, although she's very nice. She has mentioned to friends that I'm one of only a few remaining friends, and she appreciates it very much. Now I know why. How do I break up, Abby? I don't want to be around him anymore. Anonymous in the West. This is not good for multiple reasons. So scroll up to the top. You see where it says uh, his wife is being treated for chemo? Yeah. Do you guys think that has anything to do with the fact that she spends so much time with him? Yeah, that could be. I mean, but here's the thing. If you guys are friends and you're doing a guy's weekend, if you want to bring your wife that badly and your friend says no, 
Well, then it's on you. Yeah. You don't go. Yeah. hundred percent. You know? Yeah. hundred percent. Whether, whether your wife's a raging bitch that's making, you know, making you invite her or, you know, you truly do want to spend time with your wife. Like, that's the whiny golfer's choice to make. Yeah. That's not, you know, well, I don't the guy who wrote in. Agreed. Nobody wants, like, if you're having a guy's weekend, just like if you're having a girl's night out and somebody brings their fucking boyfriend or their husband, you're like, well, now we can't fucking be stupid and talk about whatever all night clams um <laughs> fucking uh guys guys same thing like that's what they talk about right yeah clams. clam dishes um clam bakes yeah so yeah this guy uh the, the the whole overly attached spouse thing in general is is not good yeah i don't i don't i don't think that's good for any group of friends when like there's always like one person who's always there and there's very few cases where it's different where like nobody cares that the person's there because they fit in so well but that's usually not the case yeah. and a lot of friends like i'm going back to like good old high school friends like when we grow up and we get married like it's always fun to hang out like as couples and do like all old shit but there are times when like guys weekend is just like keyword for yo i want to pretend we're 16 again i want to yeah. drink beers like we're gonna get in trouble by our parents i want to play fucking video games like yeah it's no one's business. i want to do nothing adult like yeah like yeah. no talking about fucking yeah. jobs yeah. or anything like that just like i can we beat mario 3 <laughs> or not yeah. that's it yeah and that's like important as stupid as that sounds that's important to people yeah yeah it is and the whiny thing too um i don't like golf i don't either I'm i don't play golf do you play golf or like golf no no so to me, that's a sport where, like, you can take it seriously. I feel like people bet on it when they play sometimes. But if you're the guy who's not a professional golfer and who's just like, God damn it, fucking up, and, like, whipping your fucking club into the woods, like, I, I would not want to play with you. Yeah. Ever. So, but he says whining. Like, he doesn't say, like, he's an angry golfer who gets mad and it, it, I'm uncomfortable. Like, he says that he's true, whining. True, true. Which, you know, what do you mean he's whining? And, like, if you've said to your – like, is this guy really your friend or is he an acquaintance and you kind of don't know how to get out? Because he just – the guy just sounds annoying, right? Yeah. yeah. So stop golfing with him. And stop he stopped golfing. having and friends. Like, right. And, like, you don't have to explain, like, listen, I find you whiny and I think you're with your wife too much. Like, I, I think the wife thing is, like, separate. I think you can throw that out the window. Yeah. Like – I think it's the guy that's the problem because he said the wife is fine and he doesn't really mind her. It's yeah. this guy. Yeah, it's this guy. And you yeah, we're taking this from the wrong wrong angle. We're like picking apart the guy, but nothing's ever going to change with him. The important thing is how the fuck do you look at someone that is used to being around you regularly, doing like a social thing together and you just kind of want to ghost him. Yeah, I originally thought that this guy was like a better friend in the beginning than I originally read it because he said it developed a casual friendship through yeah. golf. And then they, I thought it was like a best friend for whatever reason. Yeah, this guy needs to just – he just got to like slowly start cutting ties with him. I would yeah. golf less. I know that's stupid, but just no, like – No, no, that's what it is. Like the next time he invites you to play golf, just be like, no, I don't really want to, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? Come up with the excuse to stop hanging out with him. Yeah. It's not that hard, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I, and, and and if the guy keeps calling you like, hey man, you've been avoiding me for golf, then yeah, you're you know, annoying. You got you to say like, listen man, I, I don't play at your level. I'm not that serious. You know, I, I'm trying to go out there to relax. No offense to you. You know, it's just you're whining on the course. You know, 
I have one too many vaginas in my life already. I don't yeah. need another like, one. Like, you know, just be straight up. He, yeah. he said he's talked to him about it before, like the whining. Yeah. But he's only joked about it. Yeah. Like, if he's really your friend, like, why can't you say, dude, you got to stop? Yeah. If he felt comfortable enough around him, I think he would say that. But yeah. it sounds like. I don't think these guys are that good of friends. They're not. They're not. Just by reading that first uh, sentence yeah. again, it, they're not. Yeah. They're not good friends. They're just casual acquaintances. Yeah. And he just can't seem to shake this casual acquaintance who's seems, according to his yeah. wife, been losing like more and more friends. The guy who wrote in almost sounds more awkward than the guy who whines during golf. Yeah. This guy is just too nice to, to just nick it yeah. In, yeah. The, in the butt. Find a new course. Yeah. Yeah. Find, find a new yeah. golf place. Right. What's, uh, what's the what actual advice? Say? <laughs> yeah. What are, the, what are the person with the. You're a big Z. Fight him on the golf course. <laughs> Fight him, bro. <laughs> Price is wrong, bitch. Break his chin. That'll end it. All right. So, dear anonymous, because your friend doesn't fit in with the other guy friends, no rule of etiquette says you must continue to invite him. There you go. I wish you had mentioned what he whines about when you golf with him. Oh man, we were pretty on point. Yeah. Uh, if it is his wife's precarious health, it may be that he needs to vent in a uh, cancer support group rather than with you. If it's a golf game, then you will have to decide whether he's such a valuable golf partner that you need him. If other members of your golf group no longer want him there, it would be a kindness to socialize with him and his wife less often rather than abandon them. If the shoe was on the other foot, isn't that what you would want? Yeah, I think that about sums it up. Yeah. Golf less. She Get this loser out of the yeah. group. She normally agrees with us, but does it in a more polite tone. <laughs> sometimes she, dude. Sometimes she like lays it on people. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's um, funny. Yeah. I love when she gets mad. But I like that she asked the, the same question. What is he whining about? Yeah. Yeah. Because if if this guy's your friend and he's you know talking about his wife's health problems, like like you're his friend, and like if you don't want to hear about it. Maybe then, you're a dick. Then, like, you're, yeah, number one, you're a dick. Yeah. But even if you don't want to hear about it, like, you, you know, you'd be enough of a dick to tell him, like, dude, you got to leave that stuff out. Like, I, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, well, you'd ha- yeah, you just have to, you know, because here's the thing. This guy doesn't sound like a dick. Though. No. You had to write into an advice column to ask how to not be friends with somebody. Yeah, and I don't think it's, I don't, I think if it was something about the camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Sometimes think it, perspective does help. <laughs> right? Yeah, we got to, we got to keep that in mind. I feel like he would have mentioned it too if it was about his wife's health, about yeah. the bitching on the yeah, golf is course. Is whining about like. Missing his swing? Is he just like a general whiner? I think he, I think it has to do with golf because he he put he's a good golfer but very serious and he whines constantly on the course. So it sounds like that they're intertwined yeah. by the way he wrote the sentence. I could be wrong. I like often maybe am. this guy's more of a casual golfer and the dude that he's talking about is like way too serious for him. I get, I, yeah. I feel like we're missing something because we're not golfers. So like why do they play Virginia Bluegrass here? They know that it's heavier. Yeah. Like, well, I wonder if it's that or, or if it's like, oh, there's kids playing behind us. Oh, yeah. You know, like things like that. Like, oh, they didn't wipe the seats on the golf cart. You know? that, I, I'm already annoyed with this guy. Yeah. All right, we're moving. Yeah. No one wants to be his friend. No one wants to be his friend. <laughs> All right. His wife. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt whatever the fuck is going on here. <laughs> Up next, we have Drive-By Lie. 
the actual title is called Guest Surprise by Yard Party at Drive-By Baby Shower. Okay. I want your knee-jerk reactions to this one. Okay. Dear Abby, what do you think about people having drive-by baby showers? I was recently invited to one only to arrive and find the front yard filled with people, cake, and balloons. But I had been instructed to just just drop my gift and go on. I did expect a few people to be there with the expectant mom to greet me and receive the gift. But after traveling 25 miles only to find a full-blown party going on that I wasn't allowed to join seems very rude to me. What a... I think... (laughs) I think if that was the plan, she should have just had a shower for these A-list guests and forgone the drive-by part. What are your thoughts on this? Fuck whoever. My initial knee-jerk is fuck whoever planned this party. Yeah. And was like, oh, we want extra gifts. So you can just, you unimportant fucks can just drive by, drop your fucking gift off, and get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Yeah, what the hell? Fucking like, douche. So, like, the idea of the drive-by thing... That's a mother-in-law move. <laughs> like, the idea of the drive-by thing is to surprise people. Yeah. Right? Because they can't come in, they can't interact, so you kind of drive by and, like, hey, you know? To, like, to be- it's something you plan for other people. Yeah. You don't plan a drive-by anything for yourself. I could have UPSed it. To, yeah. to back up your story, when my father had a stroke back in March and he finally came home from the hospital, he was home for like two weeks and we did a drive-by thing for him because so many people missed him because yeah. in the middle of COVID. No one could go see him. Right. So we did a whole drive-by thing and he was like sitting there in his wheelchair kind of embarrassed, but it was a complete surprise for him. So yeah. He yeah. wasn't. He wasn't like I miss people. Yeah, come to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not only that, come to me, everyone. It wasn't like... drive by and bask in the greatness that yeah. is Tim's dad. <laughs> I summon you. Notice all these other people that are sitting very close. Yeah, but you not you. You know who? You keep driving. You know who did that? Somebody who just wanted the fucking Instagram picture. Of, yeah. Look at my drive by party. Everyone showed An up. Extra presents. Yeah. An extra fucking presence. Yeah. Fuck that person. Yeah, sincerely. That person's a real piece of shit. Let's 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 go. You know what? I would have I would have driven by, and kept fucking driving. Let's go. Let's go over this. Imagine that this was a wedding. Yeah. Imagine this was a wedding, and you were like, okay, yeah, you can you can come to the wedding, but like you just get to see me through glass, and you got to give me your gift, and then you do that, and you're like, who who are all those people behind you? Well, those are the invited people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I just need your money. Yeah. I just need your money. You're not important enough to get a seat. I need your money yeah. and your yeah. gift. The idea that you're giving a gift is like in exchange for being at that person's house, for being at the party. Yeah. Otherwise, like you would have just sent them a gift because you're their friend. Yeah. But when someone says there is a drive-by party. No. Well, the, the, differ- the differentiating factor is like. Hey, listen, if you're going to do a drive-by and a baby shower, it's like do them on separate days because maybe you want the baby shower to only be six people. But don't be like, oh, we're going to have this big blowout, but we only want to invite 50 people. But I want 100 gifts. There's 100 things on the registry. Invite the other 50 just to drive by. So you you can see the good time you're going to miss. Right. And the only way that this, like, works is if everyone was originally invited, right? Yeah. And then a lot of weddings some, were like that, right? Like if everyone was originally invited, and there was like a gift registry and all that stuff. But 
COVID happens and you're like, oh, geez, like, how do I take that back? You can explain it, though. Yeah. Explain it to the person. Right. This person. I'm, I, I, I'm just trying to justify, like, I, I'm giving whoever had this party for themselves, like, some shred of, like, okay, maybe you're not just, I see what like, you're gift hungry. Like, yes. like, maybe this happened in you, a way. You, like, you had a bunch of people invited. And then you realized, okay, I can only have no. I, I, twenty I, people. I see your point, and I'm. Go- I know. I already know what you're yeah, thinking. Yeah. I'm not I, saying it's right. Yeah. COVID's see, been I, around for seven months. Yeah. This is a baby shower. You know what? Oh, and it's October third that this letter was done. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I see your point. Now nah, they're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys covered. It. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I see your point. Like when COVID first happened, a lot of people I know weddings that that happened with. People would still do the wedding. We saw but it, it would, at the same time. Yeah, but it would be like it would be like ten family members and everyone else was on Zoom. Yeah. So people are like, "Oh, do I still give a gift?" Well, I got the gift already, so I'm going to give it. Like it's still their wedding. They're doing the best they can. But this bitch, she fucking got fucked in July. She, like, people have adjusted by now. Yeah. It's not like a surprise. Oh, baby shower. Oh, we no. don't know what to do. Everything's so new. You know what? Too. Fuck it. This person sounds like a good shit. For several reasons, okay? Number one, they drove 25 miles one way to go to a baby shower to drive by it. Yeah. Okay? That's number one. Number two, they're asking, should we, like, should we find this rude? It seems to be rude. What are your thoughts? It's not like, this is rude, right? How do I confront them? They're just trying to decide if it is rude or isn't rude. No, it's fucking rude. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is if she wrote in or this person wrote in, like, how do I fucking tell them that this is rude? She's not saying that. She's asking, like, am I wrong for being upset here? Yeah. No, yeah. she is. She is not wrong. She's a good shit. All. Yeah. Like. Right. Yeah, this person is a fucking jerk to, like, flaunt it in front of people. Yeah. Even if you were still having the party, like, right? You're like, okay, everyone got me gifts and we're going to do a drive-by thing. Maybe the pregnant person isn't the one who organized it. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what I mean? That's like, true. maybe it's That's like true. her best friend and was like, okay, so everyone's just going to drive by with gifts. And then the best friend gets an idea like, okay, well, we are still going to have a party because it's, it's her baby shower and we have to. Um, we're going to have 10 people. And you, you know how it is with the COVID, right? Like, you'll say, all right, we're only having this many people. And then you're like, all right, it's probably fine if it's 50. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Someone invites somebody in. The other thing that she says, or he, it, she, it, whatever. It's interesting because you don't know who the gripe is with. Yeah. Is it the people who invited her? But it's Because says, that's a different story than if it's, like, this pregnant woman who's like, yeah, it's coming to me. You it says I mean? full-blown party. That doesn't sound like six people. Yeah. But also, when you drove 25 miles, you could see six people in the lawn and be like, it's a full-blown party. Yo, do you guys see that? And I can't go. She sounds reasonable. You guys see the video online? There was this couple who got in trouble, this lesbian couple with their their kids. They got in trouble for having a pool party out in front of their yard. And the cops came to break it up to like, because COVID, blah, 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 blah. And the woman is laughing hysterically. She's doing like a video thing on her phone and she's like here's our pool party that we got a noise complaint about and she turns it around it's a kiddie pool and they all just have their feet in it casually and the cops came and like the cops came up they were laughing they were like yeah we we were told that you have to keep it down and they're like i'm sorry sir we're raging out here 
people people are going a little nutty. Yeah, imagine that was the baby shower. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, you, you wonder that too. Yeah, I am yeah, curious. Maybe this person's numbers. a lying piece of shit. All right, All right, let's see let's what the actual advice is. Says. <laughs> uh, dear Turned Off, you may not have been singled out to be slighted. Those at the party may have, quote-unquote, crashed the lawn from their cars. What a foolish, risky thing to subject the expectant mother to. If the revelers weren't masked, the honoree or baby were at risk for catching COVID. You know, the balloons... Kind of avoided the subject, though. Yeah. She well, just she, she you know totally she, jumped past that. She has a point. What if enough people pulled... I could see it being a trickle. What if a handful of people were like, you know what? Fuck it. I know this drive-by thing, but I'm special, so I'm going to go. Yeah. And then the next couple people see like, oh, well, people are par- parking and like going, so right. let's go. And the other thing, too, is like when, when you know, the person who wrote in said full-blown party, but like was there tables, chairs, food, snacks, <laughs> DJ. You, you know, like music playing in the front lawn with decorations in the front lawn? Or did a couple people do the drive-by and then get out and, you know, they drove They drove probably just as far as this yeah. woman did. And they're, you know, trying to talk. And Because I, I did a drive-by birthday thing for my girlfriend's brother. Yeah. And, you know, we drove by. But then we all stopped. Yeah. You know? We, yeah. For my dad, we had one person stop and run out and give him a hug. Yeah. See, this says, though. They didn't stay, but they gave him a hug. She there says cake, specifically though. that I wasn't allowed to join. That's another thing too. So they just tell it, like, so no, if not she, you. Like, got there, right? And not someone you. said, no, not you. Then yes, that's absolutely yeah. rude. They need to be more specific with some of these. Yeah. So if but you're we take it, telling things from your side. If we take it, they seem very reasonable. To if be we fair. take it at face value, I'm gonna say super rude. If it's what we were thinking, and so yeah. Abby is like slowly suggesting, and yeah, if it, it goes just kind of happens, then. That sucks, but it's not rooted, which is kind of a – you're a victim of circumstance. Yeah. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah. They should take their gift and go home. <laughs> yeah. Throw it at the baby. Or take a different gift. All right, guys. Take someone else's gift. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> One of the A-listers' gifts. Yeah. You can have mine, but I'm taking that. Yeah. It looks nice. All right. Any last thoughts before we sign off this bitch? No. No. It was great to be on. Yeah. It's fun having you. You know what? It's been a while since you've been here. Do you want to talk us off? Absolutely. He likes doing this. Go for it, dude. Thanks for tuning in to the Bro Down Podcast with Andy Smith, Tim Fulton, and Zach Kenworthy, the newest host. (laughs) This is my show. Don't check out their website. Go to ZachKenworthy.com for the latest shirts that look nothing like theirs, just slightly similar. I'm stealing a box on my way out. That's funny for reasons you don't know. Uh, but for real, don't forget to go to BroDownPro.com. We have new shit going up all the time. We have new lines coming up all the time. You never know what is going to be new. Always something else. Don't forget to like and subscribe in the comments down below. Hit that little bell notification so you can get all of our great videos. Last but not least, don't forget we are available not just on YouTube, but the podcast world. If you have a podcast app, you have BroDown Pro. You can take us with us on drives and shit. Anything you want. Anywhere. Anywhere. BroDown Mobile. If you go to the moon, Broble. you can take us to the moon. Broble. That's going to be an app. The it's Broble app. It's just going to be us yelling. You heard me say it first. Broble. Now you owe me for the app. You owe me for the song. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next time. He's never invited. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day.